welcome to Edge of Your Seat Podcast. We are doing something crazy different here. Usually, I write a script, I edit it. Whew, you know what? We're going to switch it up. No editing, no script. We're just doing intro straight off the dome. I'm not editing anything. So you hear um, you hear a as I'm trying to think of things. I'm leaving it. It's just staying for a one time only as we are getting ready getting absolutely pumped up for tonight, April 22nd. It's Saturday, like right now. The Dreamwave Show, Dreamwave Wrestling's Anniversary 8, presented by Luz Legrado. It is tonight, I say that again, Saturday, April 22nd at 6 p.m., the Knights of Columbus in LaSalle. Tickets are sold out. Actually, they were sold out 39 days ago. The last show for Dreamwave at Knights of Columbus was in February. Was at the show with my two nephews. A day later, matches started being posted for the April show. And I think real quick, maybe a week, a week and a couple days after that, sold out, gone. But we got the champion, Christian Rose, on this very show. He won the championship at the February Dreamwave show against Vic Capri. And he already had a title defense just a couple days later in the books scheduled. And if you're a wrestling fan, you know who it is. Previously known as Johnny Morrison. But this time it's going to be Johnny Dreamwave. He is taking on Christian Rose for the belt in the main event. I just checked Dreamwave Wrestling's Facebook just to see if there was any news. And there was. Johnny Dreamwave was in a car accident. He's not going to make it as early as he wanted to, but he's still going to be at the show, still challenging Christian Rose for the title. So thank the Lord. Thank whoever you thank. Johnny, previously known as Morrison, now Johnny Dreamwave, will be there. He is okay, not hurt. Everything is all good. We're going to have a show. He's just not going to be there for the previous, you know, before the matches, the signings, the meet and greet, that kind of stuff. But he is going to stay after the show to sign. So if you're going to the show, you'll see him. He'll be performing. He will be taking on Christian Rose. And as a two-time guest of Edge of Your Seat Podcast, I'm sorry, Johnny Dreamwave. My fandom, my support is behind Christian Rose. You know, I'm cheering for him. We got to have Christian Rose, the local guy, the friend of Edge of Your Seat Podcast. We're going for him. He's got to win. He's got to retain his title. Other matches on this show tonight in about four hours. It is 1.55. I hope to have this show out in the next 10 minutes right after I finish this intro, put it on the podcast, and get it out. That's what we're going to do. No edits. At least not this part. I did edit Christian Rose and I conversation, but there wasn't even a lot of edits to have conversating with him, very fluent. And after you get to talk to somebody a couple of times, you know, it's just a conversation. It's just a couple people talking about things that they love. He loves wrestling. I love watching and paying attention to wrestling. So it's easy. Too easy. Other matches on this show tonight. Let's get to them. Tag team gauntlet match to crown tag team champions. Right now, they're not champions. We're going to have tag team champions. And it's either going to be those damn coyotes who have Christian Rose in the group. Seduce and destroy the hype which features 
Gage Noonan, who is a friend of Edge of Your Seat podcast, he's also been on twice. The Dope Kings and Four Star Heroes. In a four-way scramble for the alternative title, Gringo Local is going to defend his championship against Alex Shelley, Mike Bailey, and Nick Wayne. Hartenbauer, who is also a guest of Edge of Your Seat podcast, and Mike Bennett are teaming up against Mange... I can't read my own handwriting. No! It's Mange Warner and Manders. I say handwriting because I did write down the matches. That's not a script. That's just writing down the matches so I know who is who and what is what. Hear the page flip? I'm not editing it out, so you get to hear that too. PCO versus Warhorse. Ricky Morton, the legend of wrestling. Been wrestling for five decades all over the country. Famously known as part of the Rock and Roll Express. Ricky Morton versus Eric Cannon. Marcus Mathers versus Stephen Wolf. Justin Fowler versus Marche Rocket. Vic Capri, who Christian Rose took the title from in the February show, is going to speak about his future in wrestling as he is a legend, an icon, and me and Christian talk about that. Been around the wrestling circle, the square, the mat for a very, very, very long time. So we'll see what's happening with Vic Capri's wrestling future. In a pre-show scramble, Victor, Anestra, Jordan Cross, the Florida man, and Dylan McKay in a little four-way for a pre-show scramble. And another legend is going to be in the house at the Knights of Columbus. Jimmy Hart is making a special appearance. I have a lot of memories of Jimmy Hart as a child, you know, watching him as I'm growing up watching wrestling. Man, the Nasty Boys, the Earthquake. Oh, man. Always hated him. But then as I got older, I was like, man, he did his job really, really well. That's the show. Hopefully you got tickets because, like I said, it sold out 39 days ago. That's insane. And we talk about that, Christian Rose and I, and how awesome Dreamwave is doing right now in the wrestling industry in general. WrestleMania just passed. It was a great show. A little long, two days four hours each, and you know, there's always going to be critics and haters that didn't like this and didn't like that, but I thought the show was well done. Dreamwave shows are always well done in my eyes, and unfortunately, I'm not going to be at this one. I was supposed to be in North Carolina. I was going to Charlotte, and then I had a colon issue, (laughs) and I had to scratch that. Actually, I had a doctor's appointment last night or yesterday. Things are all well, so you're still going to hear Edge of Your Seat podcast, and I am doing perfectly well got a couple other things i gotta do but uh not able to make the show because i didn't think i was going to be here and then you know i was asked to go to a prom for special needs kids so i'm really excited about that i'm going to dance with some very special people and have a good time so not going to mayo not going to be able let me speak right for a second not going to be able to make the dreamwave show But you know I'm paying attention, and you can watch, and I can watch if I get a second, on IWTV, that is independentwrestlingtelevision.com. You can find all of the stuff there. I think they have an app, and Dreamwave will be airing on there. Let's hear some words from our sponsors, and then we will kick it, literally kick it, wrestling style, maybe a drop kick in there, to... Christian Rose and I speaking about this very show tonight, April 22nd, 
Dreamwave Wrestling Anniversary 8, presented by Luz Legrado. And just in case you didn't know, my name is Brandon Lachance, the host of Edge of Your Seat Podcast. This is episode 260. Had to think for a minute as my math calendar was going, <laughs> calendar, calculator going off in my head, trying to figure out what number we're at. 260, 260 episodes. We started this voyage in October of 2019. So we're a little bit over three years, 260 shows in. Always fantastic. And it's fantastic because of our sponsors. This show brought to you by First State Bank. Have you heard the news? First State Bank is the first to offer Quillo. Quillo is an online personal loan officer that allows you to apply for a loan in just minutes. Need to replenish your checking account? Pay off a high interest credit card or take that vacation you have always wanted? Check out Quillo on the First State Bank website using your phone, tablet, or PC. It won't impact your credit score to apply. There are no fees, no penalties, and payments you can afford. You'll need a First State Bank checking account, but have no worries. You can apply for one of those online also. Check out FSB Premier's account that pays higher interest for doing a few routine activities. Go to firststatebank.biz today to see how you can get a Quill loan with a new or existing checking account. First State Bank is member FDIC and equal housing lender. The chat, the combo, the interview with Christian Rose and myself is brought to you by Mendota Ford. Mendota Ford is a community dealership that is dedicated to being community first. A small dealership in a smaller town. The staff of general manager Ski Hartman and his associate Jason Hintz pride themselves in being here for you. They don't want to sell you one vehicle. They want to form a bond, a relationship to get you every vehicle you want and cars, trucks, and SUVs for your friends and family. Ski has lived in Princeton since he was five years old and has been with Mendota Ford for the last three years. He has plenty of experience helping you with all of your vehicle needs as he he has been in the motorcycle business for 20 years and over 10 years in the car sales and management. Jason Hintz has been with Mendota Ford for eight years, giving him the experience needed to help customers in every way possible. You can purchase any vehicle off any lot in the Mendota Ford family. Ski and Jason will make sure they track it down and hand you the keys with a little jingle jangle. To check out the many options on the lot, Mendota Ford is located just south of Mendota on Highway 251. To look ahead or find a vehicle on another lot, check out www.mendotaford.com. Call 815-539-9314 for all vehicle inquiries with Mendota Ford. Hello, Mendota. Rock Island, Rock Falls, Sterling, Ottawa, Amboy, and other communities. Resolve to make stronger connections with Surf Fiber Internet. Right now, get two free Eero Wi-Fi routers with gig speed. And with all speed plans, you can add on a home phone for just $10 a month. Unlike the other guys, there's no contracts, hidden fees, or annual rate increases ever. Don't miss out. Call 844-955-SURF or visit surfinternet.com to make the switch today. Limited time offer, restrictions apply. Believe it or not, sunny, beautiful weather is just around the corner. We did have a few days last week. It was beautiful. I was at the golf course. But it snowed two days ago or three days ago. And when I went outside to go take photos of an assignment at the Grave, 
Graves Hume Library in Mendota. It was snowing when I went to my car and when I got back into my car after leaving the library. So we're still kind of cold, but we're getting to the sunny, beautiful weather. This means you'll want your lawn looking just as good as the sun rays feel. Arteaga Tree Service and Landscaping is the definition of lawn beautification. The company offers tree removal, lawn care, stump grinding, and spring and fall cleanup to residential and commercial customers. Arteaga Tree Service and Landscaping is fully insured and offers a senior citizen discount. Call 815-878-7504 for a free estimate from Arteaga Tree Service and Landscaping. And I don't know about you, but after I work on the yard or even watch somebody else do the outdoor manicuring, I get hungry. Like seriously, hungry. Coming soon to Little Joe's Gaming Cafe is a kitchen serving a variety of good eats. Go to Little Joe's located at 713 Illinois Ave in Mendota or call 815-538-4900 for more information. Well, thank you very much, sponsors of Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Thank you, Christian Rose, for joining, talking about the amazing show that Dreamwave is about to have tonight. And, and, I'm sorry, I get a little anxious about this one. And I'm going to try to watch on IWTV or I'm going to call Christian Rose or text him right after, you know, the show gets done. Be like, hey, what happened? What happened? What happened? Because Christian Rose is defending his title against Johnny Dreamwave. Man, I know it's going to be a great match. Christian Rose is going to show up. He's going to win. He's going to keep his belt. It's going to be awesome. Hopefully you have tickets from the sold out Dreamwave Wrestling Anniversary 8 presented by Luz Legrado's. 6 p.m. tonight at Knights of Columbus in LaSalle. Hopefully you got the tickets. Hopefully you're going to enjoy the show. I will be at the next one and hopefully all of them as long as nothing's going on with me and, you know, I can get there. It's going to be a great show. I can only say that a million gazillion times because I know. I just know. Well, I hopefully, I hope, not I hopefully, I hope you have a great weekend, great Saturday night, great Sunday. We will be back Already got the editing done for the next show. We have some brothers in the house. Chance Bloomers, Trey Bloomers, both had their first year of head coaching this season. This past season, as the basketball season ended in the beginning of March. Chance was with Lamoille and Trey with Depew. We got them both on. Exciting stories. And yeah, they throw a little, not crazy. I mean, they're brothers that love each other. Little, little dirt, couple jabs at each other. Pretty much just saying, hey, we won or I won. You know, things like that. But it was interesting. Great chats. That will be the next show, which will come out very, very soon. Have a great weekend. Until next time. Peace. Last time we had this guest on, he was a little bit lighter, but he was a little less shiny as well. Christian Rose went on and won the Dreamwave Championship. After we had him on, Champ, how's it going? It's going pretty well, going pretty well. Thank you. I appreciate the congratulations. Yeah, I mean, how does it feel? You're a champ. It's really cool. It is a lot of pressure, though, because, you know, Dreamwave is really on fire right now. So if you're the champ, that means you're the guy. So if there's any faltering in the business side of things, it kind of does find its way back to you. You know, that responsibility falls on your shoulders. But it's really cool. This is my third Dreamwave Championship run, 
and I think it's probably going to be the best one. Why do you say that? Why do you think it's going to be your best? Main reason is I'm a much better professional wrestler now than I was on either of those first two runs. Just I know more. I'm smarter about things. I'm in better shape. You know, I've just evolved as a as a performer and an athlete. I think that helps, and I think that Dreamwave itself, just as a company, has evolved too. It's just firing on all cylinders right now. So I think just everything is in the right place, right time for this to be like maybe the best run of my career. That's awesome. What did it mean to you getting the victory over Vic Capri? We talked about him last time. He's an independent legend. He's been through the ranks. He's been in the the big leagues. He's been all over. Uh, He knows what he's doing. He's the definition of a professional. And then you get the win over him to take the title. I mean, that's a big moment. You know, that's a huge moment for me. And, you know, Vic is a guy that he's got that, like, kind of quiet, like vibe to him backstage and everything you know he's not usually the guy that's like or he's not ever the guy that's like very loud or braggadocious i guess you would say especially in the back i do know for a fact that like i already kind of i already had it but like i really earned his respect in that match even though i just kept hitting him in the head over and over um but uh yeah it's just it's really cool you know like you know like we talked about Vic is a legend in the midwest independent scene whenever his you know career is over whenever his running wrestling is done if I could become the next legend in Midwest indie wrestling scene, that would be that's something I would aspire to. You know, I think a lot of the guys that's kind of what they want. So having that win over him on that on that platform and on that stage is just a really special moment to me. And on top of all that, my family from like down south Illinois were actually in attendance for Dreamwave. That was the first time they'd come to a Dreamwave show. So getting to do that and have that match and have that win in front of my brothers and sisters and my sister in laws and my nieces and nephews, that was like just the icing on the cake oh wow and just for listeners that maybe didn't listen to the last episode how long have you been involved with dreamwave with dreamwave my first match at dreamwave would have been november of 2011 so we're talking 12 years and they never been to a show yeah <laughs> then they come to a show and you beat Vic capri for a championship yeah in the main event so they could not have been better like that was of all the ones for them to come up for that was the one so it's like a buffet of all your favorite desserts. Yeah. Amazing. Well, congrats. I was there. I had my two nephews with, and they were in it. They were both rooting for you. I kind of, you know, put a, a bug in their ear say, hey, we want that guy to win. But they, they loved it the whole time, and they were jumping up and down. They absolutely loved the match and thought you were the best. Yeah, that's awesome. For sure. So moving on, you already are defending your title at the next show, April 22nd, against somebody that wrestling fans know. Yes, and long-time Dreamwave wrestling fans will remember the anniversary show all the way back in 2013. So at that point, I'd only been with the company for you know a year and change, really. A much younger, you know, very hungry, angry Christian Rose against a guy formerly known as John Morrison for legal reasons. That's what we had to put on the flyer. And here we are now, 10 years to the show, almost 10 years to the day later, and uh, we're running it back. So really cool for longtime fans. What is his name now? Well, it depends on where he's at. Uh, so this show, I believe he's actually be called Johnny Dreamwave. He uh, wrestled for a place called Pro Wrestling Revolver out of Iowa recently, and he was Johnny Revolver. <laughs> when he's... That's just kind of his bit. Most people are going to know him as John Morrison, though. Former WWE star John Morrison. 
I just didn't want to call him that if, I mean, for legal reasons, you guys are putting formally known right. <laughs> as John Morrison. I didn't want to keep calling him that, but that was his WWE name and the name right. that most people know him by. Right. It's uh, really, really cool, though, especially to be able to have that rematch after all this time. And like you just said, you know, you feel like you're a more polished wrestler, you're in better shape. So what are you expecting to get out of this match with somebody, you know, renowned for his athletic ability and the things that he can do in the ring? And now you're bringing your A game. How do you think this match is going to go down? I think this one is going to be five times better than the first one, easily, if not more. Back then, you know, like having matches with what we'd call like these big name opponents, Man, I was just trying to prove that I could hang. My mindset back then was, I don't need to prove that I'm better than these guys. I just need to prove that I can, I can go, that I can, I can hang with them. You know, that that was ten years ago, and now I'm like, no, I, I'm confident that I'm on a, the same level in ring with these guys. You know, the John Morrisons of the world and whatnot. That's not even a thought in my mind right now. My thought is, how do we make this just the best main event on the biggest show that we possibly can? And I think that, like, well, one, I'm a much, I'm much bigger now, so that's going to help. Um, and like you said earlier, like, I'm much smarter about things in matches. I think I have my striking game really dialed in. I think if you go back and rewatch that match with Vic, I think that my striking game in that match was some of the best stuff I've ever done. So I, I would expect to see a lot more of that in this match coming up with John. Obviously, you knew you were going to have to defend the title. Was there any inkling in your mind or thought process at all that... Johnny Dreamwave was going to be your first opponent to challenge you for the title. No, actually. So, I, like, I'm going to slightly peel back the curtain here, but I had been approached by the office, so to speak, and there was a list of people that were being considered for that match. And I was like, basically, sure. What, you know, pick one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm champ. I'm in, you know, this is my place. Any, any and all, right? And uh, then days later, uh, I literally got a message that just said a new challenger has emerged. And, was like, what? and um, yeah, so it ended up being, you know, Johnny. And uh, that was what was ultimately decided on. So, yeah, like initially it wasn't, you know, on the book, so to speak. And then it very quickly was. And, you know, once I realized, oh, wow, it's 10 years to the show. If that's an available challenger, you got to have that. You know what I mean? That's It's too perfect. Yeah, that's like having a great athlete on the table, like, hey, I can prove myself, I can show that I'm here, I uh, gotta do this one. Right. And then it seemed like it got contract, however you want to put it, got done fairly quickly because it was announced not long after the February show. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was maybe within a day, two days at tops. Yeah, the, the machine works very quickly uh, with Dreamwave. Yeah, you're getting show and then the roster for the next one, like, bam, bam, within a day. That one gets done and, like, hey, let's move on. I think it actually might have been the next day because I feel like I woke up and checked my phone and my messages and everything and then saw the flyer and was like, oh, wow. That's awesome. Unfortunately, not going to be able to be there. I'd already had some... uh, you know, engagements going on with family matters and stuff like that. But uh, I will definitely try to watch as much as I can on the link. What's the link or the site that people who are unfortunate to get tickets? Because I know this is going to sell out crazy. Quick. Oh, fun fact, it already did. Thought so. Uh, it actually sold out just a few days ago uh, from the time of this recording. So it was, uh, it was a wild thing. To, like, yeah, the show sold out 39 days in advance. 
<laughs> so when you say and, Dreamwave is on fire, you absolutely mean Dreamwave is on fire. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I've been wrestling on the independents for a long time. I've been on a lot of shows that sold out. I've been on a lot of shows that sold out, you know, days or a week in advance. Man, I've never been on a show in my career that sold out that far in advance. It's absolutely nuts. That's, I mean, a, a month, a week, and a few days, you know, <laughs> like... And to make it even sweeter, you're the headline. Right, yeah. But that adds more to the pressure that I was talking about earlier, too. <laughs> it, is a t it is a double edged sword, right? Yeah. Uh, Heavy is the head that wears the crown, as they say. Right, right. Man, I really wish I could be there. But what is the link that uh, people can go to to make sure they can see it if they were not able to get a ticket? You're going to want to check out, it's IWTV.com. That stands for Independent Wrestling TV. They've always got all kinds of deals going on with different promo codes you can use and whatnot. IWTV is fantastic. Uh, it's a great streaming service for just independent. It's, I, I always describe it as it's like Netflix for independent wrestling. So they have an unbelievable library of stuff on there from a lot of different places. They have a good chunk of the Dreamwave library has been uploaded to that recently. Um, and we are able to stream our shows live on uh, that site. So yeah, check out IWTV the night of the show. It will be streaming live. Uh, the last one that we did, you know, was me and Fix Match and that unbelievable Lucha Libre four-way that just really tore the house down. Yeah, that was all available on IWTV. So. That Lucha Libre match you're talking about, you are absolutely right. Wow. I didn't even know the body could contort and be morphed into the directions and angles that they did. The stuff that all four of them can do, I know that Vikingo uh, is really the standout right now, the guy that everyone is clamoring over, and with good cause. But I hope that people don't overlook the guys like Black Tarus and Ray Horace and Gringo Loco. Just the unbelievable athletic ability, you know. And for that matter, it's crazy to me because like, I, I lift weights six days a week. And there is a different type of strength, I think, that it takes to do that style of wrestling. You know, you watch like Gringo Loco military press a grown man while standing on the top rope and then body slam him from there. That's a different type of strength, you know? And then obviously Vikingo, I mean, what can you say other than just unbelievable? You know, like you said, you would have never imagined that the human body can do such things. I don't want to say the wrong, wrong terms, but I did get a video he had a guy, I don't remember which one, was laying in the ring. He was on the outside of the ring. He jumps up on the top rope, so he's standing on the rope. And then uh -huh. and he goes down like a pogo stick, jumps up, flips, does a twist, and then gets the guy, like, belly to yeah. belly. I'm like, how did, how, how, like, how does that work? Like, when I was a kid, you would think of it was, like, action figures, you know? <laughs> Just be like, yeah, well, this can't happen in real life. For like sure. I can remember like when I was growing up watching wrestling through the 90s back then like the craziest you know stuff that you would see is like a, a 450 splash which is like a front rotation into a splash onto a guy or a shooting star press which is in essence a, a gainer off the top rope onto someone and those are unbelievably impressive I'm not taking anything away from that at all I can't do these I wish I could and they're very dangerous but then you see Strakingo he takes it and it's like, well, what if I was on the apron and then I jumped to the middle rope and then I did a twist over the top rope into the ring, into the 450. And it's like, one, how do you even think of that? And, and then two, how do you do it? Like, it's, it's unbelievable. 
Yeah, he's definitely got some uh, talent, not only physically, but mentally to be able to think of things like that. That's for sure, no doubt. And the, and the nerve to pull him off, you know? Like, I very rarely go to the top rope, and every time I'm like, oh, man, this is, this is scary up here. <laughs> so for him to just have that confidence to, you know, oh, I'm going to stand on the post and then jump onto this rope and then do a flip onto that rope and rebound off of it into an arm drag, like, the nerve of that guy... <laughs> The guts, if you will. <laughs> or mankind. Back in the nineties, I was watching some shows. The uh, vesticular fortitude. Oh yeah, yo, big, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching some nineteen uh, nineties wrestling just for kicks and giggles, and the amount of times that that phrase is thrown around from mankind, Triple H, The Rock. It was like, yeah, who's got the bigger set of balls? Basically. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yep. Definitely. So we've been talking about the show that just happened, the one coming up. I mean, obviously, tickets sold out. You and Johnny Dreamwave in the main event. It's going to probably be just as big or a bigger show. Oh, absolutely. And I, I mean, once the machine gets going, man, it's not going to stop. So not only is this one going to be huge, and, I mean, they've already announced a handful of other matches for it as well. I mean, dude, Ricky Morton, an all-time legend of professional wrestling, is having a match on this show. Like, it was one half of one of the greatest tag teams of all time, Ricky Morton versus Eric Cannon, is happening on the show. Relaunching the Dreamwave tag team titles. You know, so we have a tag team gauntlet match. That's on this show. Tag team grudge match with Hardenbauer and Mike Bennett against Mance Warner and one called Manders. That's a brawl. That's just going to be a brawl. That's one of the things I love about Dreamwave. I think we talked about it last time I was on here is that if you like professional wrestling, there's some type of professional wrestling on that show for you every single time. There's always a variety. I mean, so many things going on. It's awesome. And just the matches that you're talking about, I'm already excited. Man, I, I got to tell you, that, the Ricky Morton one, I'm just really stoked for. I never got to have a match with him, but I was on a show with him one time, long time ago. And just the nicest guy, just an absolute legend and just a fountain of knowledge about professional wrestling. Like, I, I actually learned a lot just from, like, eavesdropping on his conversations and uh, chatting with him. And that was a long time ago. And, I mean, stuff that, like, I apply still to this day, you know. And not only the mind game, I mean, he's not a spry chicken. He's got to be in his 60s. And he looks great and can still wrestle. Yeah, he absolutely can still go. I saw a clip of him recently doing a Canadian Destroyer. You know, it's like that move didn't exist until Ricky Morton had been at a point where he should have been retired. <laughs> uh, yeah, he can absolutely still go between the ropes, which is also, it's crazy, but it's just really, really impressive. He's had to have been wrestling for like five decades. They would have started in the 80s. So that's 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and here we are, yeah. He's probably one of the few guys going still that's, you didn't say, yeah, five decades. That's so crazy. And you were just about to say Rock and Roll Express. That's the legendary tag team that you were talking about that Ricky Morton was part of. And if you go back and watch the, like, 80s wrestling, Rock and Roll Express was the headliner of all those shows. And genuinely, like, an influence, you know? Like, even if you went just a few years after that to the Rockers with, you know, Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels, they were influenced by Rock and Roll Express. And then, you know... The Hardys are influenced by them. Every great tag team of the last 20 years 
has been, whether they know it or not, has been influenced by the Rock and Roll Express. And Ricky Morton is half of that, you know. Man, you got me all pumped up for wrestling. <laughs> like Let's I, go! <laughs> I know. And I know you have to be. Like, we've already talked about oh, yeah. the match, but you got a great match in front of you, and obviously you want to keep your belt. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, if you go back, my first two title wins, I mean, they were pretty big wins, you know? Like, I beat Jason Hades, who was one of the founding fathers of Dreamwave. That was his last match there for a long time. Beat him. And then the second one, I beat Marche Rocket, you know, and then now we're at Vic Capri. So it's like, I've only ever beat Dreamwave, like, legends and icons to win that title. That's awesome. What is the longest title reign for you? I'd have to go back and do the math. That's another thing, too, about this third one. Is So my first two runs with that championship actually were not very long. Uh, the first one lasted quite a while. Well, actually, hold on. I take that back. I got my timeline mixed up. I would have won it the first time in 2013. I believe it was October of 2013. Lost it the next year in August. So, I mean, almost a year run, 10 months. And then the second time I had it was actually pretty short. It was only a few shows. But I lost to this guy named Mustafa Ali. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's, he's doing some weird stuff on TV now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he, he was there. I'm hoping that this one... Eclipses those first two, you know, and I, I think that the company's in a position, and I'm in a position to where it can and it will. Awesome! I do know who Mustafa Ali is. Obviously, he was with Dreamwave. Then he goes on in WWE. He was part of the cruiserweight show. What was it? Three sixty? Was that it? Two oh five live. <laughs> I said three sixty. Two oh five live, and he was a main juggernaut of that when it first started. Oh, big time! Big time! Just a, an incredible athlete. Just a phenomenal professional wrestler. He's another guy that can turn and contort his body in ways that is not supposed to happen. Uh-huh. Believe me, I know. And he is double tough. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's even worse. So you can move your body like that and you're tough? Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm hoping that uh, as time goes on, more of the Dreamwave library gets added to IWTV. I believe that is the plan. And when it gets back a couple more years, one of the matches that I had with him is already up. But it gets back a few more years and you can see those... Uh, I believe I had three matches against him. Those first two, you talk about two guys that were just really hitting each other. Like, holy cow. <laughs> I've got a pretty good schedule going on. I'm about to have a few weeks off from uh, my weekends on the road, weekends in the ring, and I'm kind of excited for it. It's nice to heal up a little bit. If you guys want to follow my wrestling uh, career and whatnot, uh, feel free to follow me on the Twitter machine. It's at WAWED Podcast. I'm also on Snapchat at Bitter Lunatic because I'm old and I don't want to get Instagram. You can follow me on there. I always post stuff from shows. And, uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook at Christian Rose. I'm always advertising my shows on there, too. So And Dreamwave, obviously. Yeah, I think that wrestling is in a really good place right now overall. There's a lot of places that are doing really, really good business. Dreamwave, obviously, being one of them. But, yeah, a rising tide raises all boats, you know. It's WrestleMania season. Everyone's hyped for that. And, yeah, everybody's just really, really on fire right now. Feels good. What about your other passion or hobby? If wrestling's on fire, everything's going well. What about movies? Have you seen any good movies lately? Because I know you're a movie buff. My man, I've been going to the theater a lot. Um, I might actually go catch one tonight if I get home in time, too. I'm thinking about going to see this Shazam 2, even though I don't think it's going to be very good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I went last week and I, I saw, as we say on my podcast, I saw a little movie called 65 starring Adam Driver as a man from a different planet who crash lands on Earth. But the swerve is that it's 65 million years ago. So now it's him and a, a little girl and they are trying to survive and get off of the planet. I really liked it. And then when I left the theater and I was driving home, the more I thought about it, I was like, I really liked it. However, if somebody were to see that movie and say they didn't like it, they thought it was stupid, I can't really argue with them. (laughs) It's absurd. It's ridiculous. But that was part of why I liked it. It's more of a survival movie than anything. And there's not a whole lot of dialogue. Like one of the key plot points is that the little girl doesn't speak the same language as Adam Driver. So it's really hard for them to communicate. And I was like, oh, that I liked that. I felt like that added more tension or drama to the story rather than just, oh, man, it's dinosaurs. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. I might have to check that one out. I had not heard of it until you dropped it. But uh, I might have to check that one out. I've seen two movies in the last couple months. I went to the movies and saw the Avatar movie. And then a couple days ago, I went and seen Creed 3. So I've been in the theater a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen Creed 3, but that's probably clocking in at over two hours. So between that and Avatar, you almost spent a whole day in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Avatar, I was surprised I didn't fall asleep. And I'm going to give it to the 3D glasses and the graphics because I did the 3D version with my nephew for his birthday. And it was actually entertaining. I know there's been all kinds of talk about the plot and it wasn't great and it's not a great movie. But for a movie like Avatar, if you got the graphics and that, that that's all you really need, have some kind of plot and you're at least an entertaining movie. I saw it in theaters. I think I saw it on opening weekend. So I was part of the juggernaut box office that movie has brought in so far. I also saw it in 3D, which I think is the right way to see that movie. I think you either got to go 3D or IMAX or IMAX 3D. I'm kind of with you on it. Like, I enjoyed it when I watched it. The more I thought about it afterwards, the less I liked it. But man, those effects are just fantastic. And sometimes for me, that can be enough to carry a movie. Not all the time. But in this case, I think that it was, you know, I'm probably going to see the, the next one. <laughs> um, I'm going to see it in 3D, obviously, because I know that's what I'm going to have to do. But I mean, I'm with you. I thought there was a lot of stuff with the plot where I was like, uh, but also because we know it's part of this huge franchise. For me, sometimes it's hard to get into a movie when I know that there's going to be a sequel because I feel like it lessens the stakes of it. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm with you. The the effects really carried it for me. So There was one or two of the actors in it that I thought were great, and there were several of the actors in it that I was like, guys, what are you doing? <laughs> How did you get this job? Um, Creed 3, I have not seen. I've actually not seen any of the Creed movies. And shocking, I think I've only ever seen the first Rocky movie. That is very shocking. There's a handful of those massive franchises that I have just somehow dodged. It's not like I'm intentionally avoiding them or anything. But yeah, the Rocky franchise is one of them. Rocky is like my favorite sports movie ever. I have seen all of them. Rocky 1 through 5, then the Balboa movie, then the Creed movies. I've seen all of them. And yeah, I love Rocky. Yeah. The 
Creed 3, the trailers, the previews to me, I was like, this is pro wrestling. Like, I, I really thought that the story that they were telling, I was like, this is very, very professional wrestling to me. And after seeing the movie, yeah, like the storyline and how they get the main event fight for the movie and stuff, it is, the storyline is very, very uh, professional wrestling-like. But hey, nothing wrong with that. No, because wrestling knows how to tell the story. Why not copy or imitate? Absolutely. For sure. Well, Christian Rose, the champ of Dreamwave, we always appreciate you joining Edge of Your Seat Podcast. And this fight that you got with Johnny Dreamwave, man, I'm super excited for you. And I know you're ready to go. I'm absolutely ready to go. If you're listening to this, I hope to see you there. And I hope you already got your tickets because otherwise I'll see you later. (laughs) 